on part two, we talk about obedient to faith. Obedient to faith. We say that your faith uh, is meaningless if it is not obedient. That for you to uh, be expecting something from God who you are not ready to obey is a waste of time. For you to say, I believe God could do this for me, that is faith. But you are not ready to obey that God. To obey his instructions, to live by his principles. You are wasting your time. We say that these things are necessary because of the the word supernatural that is found in the team. Accessing supernatural financial supplies. So this is not a um, career talk. This is not um, motivational speaking. This is not um, business talk. This is preaching. This is spiritual. And this has supernatural dimension to it. And we said in one of those days that if it is God we are expecting to bless us, we must learn to live by his terms. Are you with me? If it is God we are expecting to bless us, we are expected to live by his terms. So, the place of faith is very, very important. The place of obedient faith, very, very important. And today, we will be talking, taking part of three, and we are talking about accessing supernatural financial supply through effective application of Matthew 6.33. Accessing supernatural financial supplies through effective application of Matthew 6.33. In other words, through maintaining God-first mentality. Matthew 6, 33 and 34 is our text. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. 34. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take a thought. For, thing, for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, the best way we can summarize Matthew 6, 33 is to say that it is all about having and maintaining a God-first mentality. The best way you can summarize Matthew 6, 33. What is it all about? The best way to summarize that text is that it talks about maintaining, having and maintaining God-first mentality. Now, this speaks of a mentality, disposition, attitude, and lifestyle that would put God before and above every other thing in his life. God-first mentality speaks of mentality, speaks of disposition, speaks of attitude, speaks of lifestyle that puts God before and above every other thing. And when we develop this kind of mentality, when we develop this kind of lifestyle, when we put God ahead of every other things, we will have God to put us ahead of every other persons around us. That's what the scripture says here. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be. And we have always said that if you, if you put God ahead, you can never be behind. If you put God ahead in life, you put God ahead of other things. God will never allow you to be behind in life. Alright? Now our objective in this message um, like you know, in this service we do an introduction where we come, we have a more time. Our objective is to help us understand the signification or the implication of 
Matthew 6.33. Number two, to help us understand the importance. Number three, to help us understand the benefits of Matthew 6.33. And to challenge us into making it our lifestyle. So we can have all these other things. All these other things. All these other things that people are dying for. So we can have them coming for us. So let's see the few things we could say in this service. Alright, we look at the signification. That is, what is the general idea? What is the intention? What is the implication? What is the meaning of Matthew 6, 33? Because of late, you, you've been hearing me talking Matthew 6, 33 is, is key. Matthew 6, 33 is powerful. Matthew 6, 33 works. So what is the general idea? What is the intention? What is the implication? What is the meaning of Matthew 6, 33? In other words, when we say Matthew 6, 33, know that we have summarized it to mean God first mentality. When we say Matthew 6, 33, know we are talking about seek ye first what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness. So, what we could use any of them. So, what is the signification of seek first the kingdom of God? What is the signification of God first mentality? What is the implication of Matthew 6, 33? So, for this service, number one, the meaning of Matthew 6, 33 is coming to a point where God the prosperity of his kingdom and the righteousness of his kingdom must be your first consideration in living your life daily. The meaning of Matthew 6, 3 is coming to a place in life where God, where the prosperity of his kingdom and its righteousness becomes your first consideration becomes your first consideration in living your life daily. We have found by experience that this Matthew Sister 3 works. And I want it to, I want us to begin to experience it. I want us to come to a point where we will become living witnesses to the fact that if I seek the kingdom of God, the things will seek me. Things will look for me. Money will look for me. Wealth will look for me. Everything people are looking for will look for me. So, if we must come to that point, we must really understand what this Matthew 6 implies. So, we have said that we need to come to a point where in my considerations in life, where God, where the prosperity of his kingdom and its righteousness should be priority. It's by this we are talking about living our lives not for ourselves, but for God. Living our lives, not for our pleasure, but to please God. Are you following me? Living our lives for what? To please God. Paul, talking this way, says in Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. Philippians 1 21. For to me to live is Christ. And if I die, it is gain. So Paul got to a point where in the life he lived, he was no longer living for his own pleasure. He was simply living to please God. So everything about him is, how can I make God happy? How can I please God? We say that that is one of the significations of Matthew 6, 3. That you must come to a point in life where everything about you will be, how can I please God? If you get there, I tell you, these things that people are dying for, we start looking for you. Say amen to that. It's by this, by 
having the, the God and the prosperity of his kingdom as your first consideration, also by this we are talking about making God's pleasure, making God's satisfaction, the motivation and expected end result of both your actions and your, your reactions. Making God's pleasure, God's satisfaction, you are expected result of both your actions are if I do these things who is pleased? If I respond to this thing who is satisfied? So living having the kingdom of God and its prosperity as your first consideration requires that we come to a point where the motivation of my actions and my reactions will just be to please God. We just be to satisfy God. We just be to the pleasure of God. When we come there, these things he shall look for us. Second Corinthians 5 9. 2 Corinthians 5 9. So we make it our goal to please him. This is powerful. So we make it our goal to please him. NIV. Whether we are at home in the body or away from it. My goal is to do what? Are you here? My goal is to do what? My goal on daily basis. On daily basis. The motivation for my action. The motivation for my reaction. Is to please God. So he said, I make it my goal. Number two, God's first mentality on Matthew 6, 33 implies coming to a point in life where God, the prosperity of his kingdom and its righteousness must be your first consideration in making some sensitive decisions in life. The other one we said, your first consideration in your daily living. In this one we say, your first consideration in making some sensitive decisions in life. Example of sensitive decisions we make in life is career decisions. A man who has God's first mentality must be able to consider God when he wants to take some sensitive decisions of his life. And one of these sensitive decisions is as it has to do with career. In other words, you must think about God in making your career decisions. In other words, you must consider what career that will offer me more opportunity to serve God. You want to go for business? A man who has God's first mentality considers God in choosing business. You want to apply for job? A man who has God's first, first mentality considers God in applying for job. Are you with me? He considers God. You do not just jump at any job. You don't just run into any business. You consider the interest of God. Because your life is being controlled by a principle of Matthew 6, 33. And what is Matthew 6, 33? God first mentality. What is Matthew 6, 33? Seek ye first. So I want to take up job opportunity. I have to consider God in it. Some of the consideration could be how much will this job offer me opportunity 
to serve God's purpose in my life more effectively. If it is a career, if it is a job that will push God out of the central place of your life, that job, that career is not the best for a man who is having God's first mentality. But you observe that today now, because we need money, anything that looks like it, we jump at it. And the way we keep jumping into, into things like that, we lose God. And when we lose God, at the end of the day, we don't get God's blessings. Irrespective of how many hands that are laid on us. Irrespective of how many prayer requests we laid at the altar. Because we didn't even consider him in choosing that job. You see a situation where people now get a job and forget about church. Because what? I've gotten a job. Forget church. Church is no longer in the, because, because of what? They get a job. So where is God now? You have lost God because you got a job. You see a situation where people no longer come to church because they, they are doing business. So what is the sense of that? What is the sense of that? So people who talk this way, they are, they are, they, they always feel that any career that will affect their devotion, any career that will affect their dedication to God is never an option, however promising. Hmm. We call this a higher ground. Modern Christianity don't think this way. But that is the best way to live. And that is the best way to commit God into what you are doing. So people with God-faced mentality, before they pick up, they consider they, they would any career, any business, any job that will affect their devotion and dedication to God is not an option. However promising it is, it's not an option. Why? God first mentality. God first. God. Is anybody hearing us? God first. Hey, God first. God first. God first. God first. Their argument is usually Mark 8, 36, 37. Mark 8, 36, 37. For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? I lose his soul. That's the argument. And the good argument for that matter. So what will it profit me if I gain the whole job? I lose my soul. That somebody for a whole month will not come to church because it didn't work. My father and the Lord will say, what can your job? That for a month you won't come to church because with the work. What can your job be that one? <laughs> because what will it profit me if I gain the whole world and they lose my soul? And many are, are losing their soul in the pursuit of a things. Is it true? Am I making point? Many are losing their souls in the pursuit of things. And as they keep pursuing things, things keep running away from them. And at the end of the day, where, where is that money? Where you they look for? That made you for one month, they never see you for church. Where that money? 43,700. Is that, is that? But if you can learn to stop here and say, God first. I tell you, you will, he will make you know that the earth 
is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. He will fix you in a place where you will be comfortable to serve him. I shared a story with you of how I went to serve for a business. And when I started traveling to go and buy goods myself, I discovered that the people have to travel a day ahead of time because the market day is Mondays. And then going from Kaduna to the east, you have to go on Sunday so that you can buy your goods on Monday. When I joined the business, I said, no, I can't do that. And I would rather travel on Saturday and go and sleep at Abba and worship my God on Monday. And after a little while, we learned that the community had a meeting and said, this big market on Monday should be moved to Tuesday. And I think it was the small boy's passion for God that changed the community rule over a business that a community market that hosts the whole nation. My passion move it. So I can now teach my Sunday school on Sunday in my local church, travel on Monday, buy my goods on Tuesday. God owns this whole world. Why will they suffer? It's because we push him aside. He can turn the hand of clock to your favor. He can turn things around. But we push him aside looking for your job, looking for your business. And he they watch us. At the end of the day, our batter go chop. Where will they look for job? We don't see anyone. Because we push him aside. If we put him ahead, he will push you ahead. People are coming ahead this time around. I see people coming ahead. I see people who can appreciate what we are talking, coming ahead from now. If you don't want to, I'm not preaching just to you. As I have discovered that this scripture work, I am, I am selling myself wholesale into it. I will pursue the realization of every implication of this scripture with everything in me. And by the grace of God, I will remain behind. I want. So I challenge you to come on board as we live our life in the principle of Matthew 6 that tray. You will become a living witness that it works. Shall we stand? If I give him my lifetime, hmm, he will take care of me.